Hello folks, this episode may contain adult themes and swear words, mainly because I can't be asked to edit them out anymore. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode two of our British and Irish Lions special as we follow them to South Africa over the summer. Um, well, at least up until the start of August. Uh, what we're going to be talking about on this episode, well, hopefully Ollie's timetable will mean that he will be joining us. Uh, it's been a difficult week again to kind of get us together, um, but hopefully he'll be here. If not, I will flow solo or even fly solo. Not sure how that's going to pan out either way, um, but we'll be reporting on the two games that took place for the Lions uh, over the week. Both games, obviously, against the Sharks. Uh, some interesting rugby, some interesting score lines, um, and let's just uh, we'll, we'll just talk about that. Basically, everything Lions. We'll also check in on all the other international games that took place and tap up as ever the BBC for the up-to-date news that is coming out from in and around the game. And obviously, it is quite dominated by COVID and the impact that this fucking virus is still having on our beloved game. Anyway, I've waffled on now. Let's just crack on with this episode. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you doing? Hello, mate. I am good, thank you. I can hear you now. Fantastic. I could hear you. It sounded like you were tapping away vigorously on a on a laptop or something. No, I don't know what. I don't know what was going on then, mate. But um, we're through this time, so that's the main thing. Absolutely. How are you? How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad at all, my friend. Not too bad. Enjoy but... the football last night. Don't watch football, mate. Don't agree with it. Absolute shower of shit. And it didn't come home. I don't want to talk about football. Absolutely. No, it's a rugby podcast, but uh, good effort. Good effort by the... the yeah, t- do you know what? I I will say something now you brought it up. I knew you were going to bring it up. And I, I had like a little... Uh, what's the word? Aperitif. A little starter. Just to, yeah. just, to, just to come back. Absolutely. Fair play to the England boys. Good effort to reach the final. Absolutely disgusted with the English fans and the racism and the abuse that comes. I watched Hugo Monia on Instagram. He was there, obviously, at the game. And you could just see these people crashing through the gates. No respect for anybody. No respect for the stewards. No, res- I, just, I just can't abide by it. It does my fucking head in. They're a bunch of wankers and they shouldn't be allowed to go to football matches. Think of all those poor kids and families that were there to enjoy an, you know, a great occasion. And probably ruined by a bunch of absolute fucking bellends. Simple as that. Wow. Wow. Is that, is that powerful, fair? powerful stuff there, Gareth? <laughs> Punchy. And, and, and I'm sure Brutal Bob's going to be quite happy because he's no longer deleting the swear words. But I just can't be doing with it, mate. You wouldn't see it at a rugby match. And I just, yeah. But hey, ho, never mind. Uh, not... I, I, I agree, mate. That's, that's definitely the uh, negative side to football. But I mean, are, are they genuine football fans, people who behave like that? You, I don't, don't know, mate. Know, isn't it? Yeah. It's, 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 thankfully, it's only the minority, isn't it? But um, yeah, to, totally agree. I, I've heard there's uh, been some. Uh, we, we've talked about sort of social media on the rugby side, haven't we? But we've, there's oh, been man, some uh, ra- racial stuff towards the the poor lads who um, who missed the penalties, which is just yeah, it's just disgusting. Regardless of what's gone on and uh, on the pitch or whatever, it's uh, there's just no place for it, is it? It's just uh, no. And you and and all joking aside, you you wouldn't see that in the rugby match. What, Would you? what, the social media side? No, no, no. I mean, that the kind of, you know, crashing through the barriers, the racial... Well, I mean, you obviously yeah. see some racial abuse, but do you remember that game that we went to? In yeah, but the, 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 I think the, the, the sort of aftermath of the game is um, 
the Rashford and uh, and the other couple of la- young lads that missed the penalties, they, they've apparently had a load of abuse. Yeah, they have abuse and racial abuse on social media, which is just it's disgusting. It's disgusting. I yeah. mean, they, you know, they've got balls to stand up and try and take a penalty. It's a it's a it's a pretty brave thing to do, isn't it? So for people to have a go at them for missing at all is is out of order. But um, to you know to bring you know bring race into it is just well, it's just pathetic, ridiculous, ridiculous. But, um, yeah, um, I know I agree that the sort of tossers that um, try to barge into the stadium, hopefully they all got accosted and, and promptly taken out and, and dealt with. But um, the, the, the other argument to that is the, the, the millions and millions of pounds that, that's in football and, and they can't even put in proper security to stop that sort of thing happening. Do you know what I mean? So uh, Yeah, it's crazy. Do you remember that? Um, do you remember when we were in the South Southern Hemisphere and the very first game I ever actually saw or we ever actually saw a fight in the crowd? Was when we went to uh, is is Eden Park, Auckland, isn't it? Yeah. And we watched yeah. Auckland against Northland, and there yeah. was a there was a punch up in the crowd. Yeah. Jesus. We were both scary. like, what? What the? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? That's that standard me. standard uh, Friday night out or whatever it was for those boys, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you know, yeah, there's no place for it. No place for racism in the game. No place for abuse. Just. Um, Absolutely, yeah, just ridiculous. Anyway, let's just talk about what we love, rugby. Rugby, rugby, yeah. Rugby, rugby, rugby. Where do you want to start, mate? Do you want to start with the news? So, I mean, there is some big news coming out in the world. Do you want to do some Lions news? Um, yeah, go for it. Start okay, on. okay. So, here we go. So, Khaleesi, uh, obviously South African captain, positive, yep. positive yeah, yep. COVID test two weeks out before the game. So, that's not good for the news for him. No. Um, hopefully he will be available because I guess not having your captain around, although obviously they'll have a number of leaders in the team, it ain't going to be good for them. And obviously, you know, you want to see him playing against the uh, British and Irish Lions. Yep. Um, Marcus Smith called yeah. up into the England team. Congratulations, Marcus, if you're listening. Totally yep. deserved. Um, really interesting. <laughs> Carry on. You don't think he, you don't think he's listening? He's, he's, mate, he's well, definitely of listening. He of course he is, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> listening. Um, obviously, because there's still injury doubts around Finn Russell. Um, interesting, George Ford wasn't given the nod, but I think he, he might have got an injury, if I remember rightly. I'm pretty sure he didn't play. Yeah, I think he's being rested, isn't he? This yeah, summer. I think he's having a summer off. So, yeah, massive congratulations to him. Uh, and hopefully over there he you know he goes over learns some stuff uh, and just and just shines like he has been doing all season. Yeah, that's uh, great, great to see that. And and in in the England game, wasn't it with the uh, with the boys giving him a, a cheer and a support and everything, wasn't it for? Yes, um, and, I, nice to and see. I think I think rumor has it Eddie knew the day before and didn't yeah, tell him yeah. and didn't tell him. So I'm not so sure about that myself, but hey ho, I think he should have been told and. He, no doubt he would have still played for England and, you know, it would have been all right. I, just, I don't know. Didn't like that. Um, what else is there? Oh, um, Lewis Ludlow. He uh, stuck a knee on a Canadian player's head during the England game, got a yellow card. He's looking at facing the ban after being cited for that incident. Yeah. Um, not, not ideal with your second, second game for England as, and as captain, is it? No, not the best. Um, and I think I think that's pretty much it, really, from the news front. Although South Africa have just named their team to play the Lions on Wednesday night, uh, South Africa A. <laughs> yeah, I, I've literally just seen that before uh, coming on with you, mate. It's pretty, uh, 
It's a pretty strong A side. It's a pretty. It's strong interesting, side. isn't it? I mean, you cannot you cannot blame South Africa. The one thing they are missing at the moment will be match preparations. They've yeah. had one game against George, and the second game was cancelled. You can't blame them. It's a combination of uh, first team starters. He likes to Steph to toy. Peter Steph Toy, sorry, uh, Flafter Kirk, Cheslin Kobe, you know, Delande, but then you've got the mix of Jasper Wise, Leicester number eight. I have to get Leicester in there somewhere. Um, you know, fair play to him, Mike. Fuck it. If we're going to be tested, we're going to be tested. Let's, it's like an unofficial fourth test now, really, isn't it? Yeah, I was just about to say, it, 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 in reality, it kind, it kind of is, isn't it? It's like a fourth yeah. test. Um, I, it's just made me even more excited for Wednesday game. I'm not, not going to lie. I can't wait. Yeah, and it's good because, you know, up until that team announcement, um, basically all of the uh, the pre-test fixtures are... Um, I hate to use the phrase, but almost like tra- training ground runouts, aren't they? They're just, uh, you know, the, op- the opposition is not nowhere near the standard that uh, the Springboks are going to bring, isn't it? So no, it's, absolutely. Good to, it's good to have that as a, as a prep game, isn't it? It's not full strength, but they're... Like you say, there's a there's a lot of what you would say a first team starters for the Springboks in there, isn't it? So uh... absolutely, and and to be fair, looking at the Lions team to play the South African A team, yeah, um, you know, it, it looks pretty much like a test team to me as well. If I'm honest, I wonder if they kind of knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah, I, I I thought the same actually. I read that you you could argue that's it is Gatlin's what he considers as his first test team at the moment, isn't it? Try, trying that as a, a run out in this game, isn't it? But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. And is it, it's definitely confirmed for Wednesday, is it? Because I'll, I'll be honest, mate, I've, I've completely lost track of what's going on with the games because it's Sharks, Bulls, Sharks again, possibly Georgia, uh, South Africa, A, or No, <laughs> or it's, not. And, it's definitely, definitely South Africa, A. Yeah, because there was talk of it being switched with the Stormers game, I think, wasn't it? For Yeah. Yeah, this Saturday no, but it's definitely definitely South Africa A on Wednesday night. Cool. Okay. So yeah, definitely get your kids to bed early, mate. Mine will be in bed by six thirty. I'll be sat down watching that bad boy. <laughs> without doubt, without doubt. I mean, I think like you say, the Lions team is pretty much uh, you know close to test test team. Obviously, Sinclair probably wouldn't start. You would have Furlon uh, in there. No Farrell on the bench. Um. Maybe Louis Resamit for uh, the Welsh uh, Liam Williams, uh, maybe. But I like the centre partnership of Aki and Harris. Um, I thought Aki uh, Harry's had a really good game against the Sharks, the second game against the Sharks. So yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, as as we're talking Lions, should we just go straight into the Lions and then come back to the internationals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so last Wednesday, 7th of July, obviously the Lions took on um, the Sharks. Instead um, of the Bulls. Instead of the Bulls. 26-0 uh, up by half-time. Didn't particularly look that troubled by the by the Sharks. Came out on top 54-7. I mean, a pretty solid performance. Um, not a great deal, you can say, really. It was just a good, solid, solid game. Um, against, like you've already said, a, a, you know, a weaker opposition. Yeah, and a kind of um, a, a repeat of the the fixture before as well, wasn't it? But obviously, different, different, heavier scoreline on both sides. But um, yeah, 
I, I agree, mate. Not much more you can say on that. Nice to see Jamie George getting a captaincy there, wasn't it, for the Lions and, and two tries? Well, that was on the second game, mate. That was on Saturday's game, winner, the, the second game against Sharks. He captained. You get, uh, you get... oh, sorry, mate. You started on the first one, eh? Yeah, I did. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the second game, like you say, Jamie George captain, got a couple of tries. Sharks seem to be... Sharks seem to have a better kind of... What's the word? Um, cohesion between the te- between the players. They certainly came out um, and fired a lot stronger shots at the Lions. But I don't necessarily think the Lions were ever going to ne- were ever going to be really troubled by them. The Sharks seem to obviously score four tries off the mistakes that the Lions make, you know, drop balls, those kind of things, and capitalised on the mistakes. And I think, you know, people I've seen reports of people saying, "Oh well, if the scrum half didn't get sent off, that would have been a turning, you know, that was the turning point in the game." Was it really? I think in the last twenty minutes, the Lions' overall fitness and kind of cohesion as a unit would have probably um you know, what wouldn't probably would have you know secured the game um but just maybe the sending off meant that it was more of a kind of you know 71 to 31 is a significant scoreline isn't it so you know i yeah. think it, it, the sending off didn't really do anything other than to exacerbate the score um and the sharks played really well that that winger that um oh, the, is it cock seven the sevens uh, player of the season Blonde-haired winger played centre in the second game. He looked he looks pretty decent, um, and put himself about a bit. But you know, it's it is what it is. It's you know the quality of the of the start of the build-up games. They're not not as good because the internationals aren't in there because of obviously the whole COVID bubble and yeah and shit and shit like that. So you know, it's it's they're not going to be a strong opposition, are they? No, exactly, mate. We've we've sort of mentioned it. Well, it's clearly evident, anyway, isn't it? We mentioned that before, but yeah, it's uh, and it's nice to see um over the over the two sharks games, you know, the almost nigh on sort of two um complete different starting twenty threes from the lines as well, wasn't it? So yeah, seeing everyone getting some action there against the against the same side, wasn't it, in two different games? But um, I thought some of the um some of our English lads performed well in the second game. Uh, Jamie George and Watson, probably the standout, weren't they? Yeah. Um, can I can I be brutally honest? And I know you're going to think this is just me being anti, anti-Exeter, but I'm really not. Do you think Sam Simmons isn't performing? Do you think he's taking time to kind of get himself on tour and he, do, he looks a little bit lost? You don't hear, like, I guess I'm so used to hearing, you know, Simmons scoring or Simmons, make, Simmons makes a fantastic break or things like that. Do you think he's maybe just struggling a little bit to kind of put his premiership form and into the lines? Um, yeah, uh, I get what you're saying. I, I don't, I wouldn't be too sort of harsh on it. Cause I, I don't know. No, 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 I'm not. Yeah. He, hasn't, he hasn't played badly when he's played. No, 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 he, no, yeah, um, no, 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 definitely it, not. It's always going to be a bit of that though, isn't it? Cause in, in Exeter, it's the same almost with Marcus Smith. We were saying last week when he, you know, goes from, from Harlequin, you know, you're you're with you're with guys that you play in literally. You're you're with every day and training every day and, and playing week in week out. And they, they know they know each other like that. And they've got the systems in place at Chiefs. They play us a particular yeah. day. Um, you know, with Dave Ewers and Vermeulen and the rest of them who help carry Simmons over and for a lot of his tries and whatever, isn't it? Um, but um, 
yeah so I, I just think it's just natural isn't it you, you you're sort of he's he's sort of um like all the players out there it's getting to know each other on and off the pitch isn't it and uh, uh starting to click and, and your game grows as your sort of relationships with all the other players grows i guess isn't it and getting to know yeah. on the pitch as well isn't it so yeah, I, yeah. I, I think there's, there's more to come from him i think uh um I don't think he's played, like I said, I don't think he's played badly. It's just a, it's just a building thing, getting yeah. sort of experience and momentum with all the guys that he's playing with, isn't it? No, that, absolutely. And like I said, I, I genuinely don't think he's played badly. I just think it's just quite interesting, you know, how how the four nations, when, you know, these players are thrown together, and like you say, they've got to adjust, they've got to come together yeah. as one one team. And it's um, hitting or hit, either keep, keeping your form or hitting the form at the right time as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you like I said... Falato was yeah. probably Tipp's first choice number eight going into it, but he's he's not found top form yet, I would say. I, I think he's still got a way to go. You, you know, out of the, the sort of three number eights, if you're going to say Simmons, Falato and... Conan. Conan's probably the form guy at the moment, isn't he? But uh, yeah, I would agree, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I wonder if that's why Falatau has been given another chance against South Africa A to kind of really, you know, a bit of a last ditch saloon sort of thing. Show us what you got. Otherwise, it could be Conan that's in there. Possibly, yeah, possibly. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, Falatau is a big game player, isn't he? He's yeah, absolutely. Because he's just that type of animal, uh, test match animal, isn't he? And got the, all bags of experience, but. Um, but um, it's interesting. I, th- I think you've got a bit of that in most positions, in all honesty. I mean, Elliot Daly, I thought, had a very good game again. Um, so he, he's sort of hit probably the best form he's been in for Quite 18 months, time. if not more, yeah. isn't he? So, yeah, definitely. I'd agree with that as well, mate. Um, but yeah, carry on. Carry on. So, <laughs> I mean, again, you know, that, that like, you know, what, let's let's just look ahead to Saturday's uh, sorry to tomorrow's game then. I know we touched on it a little bit. Do you think it's one that we expect to win, or do we think it's going to be? It is literally going to be a war. Wednesday. Yeah. Um. I I, I would say it's good. Obviously, it's, it's uh, <laughs> speaking the obvious. Really, it's it's going to be the biggest contest they've had so, so far, far. Mm. but. They should they should win it. Um, I, I would say simply just because uh, you know, although the Lions are, are a group of players, you know, the nature of the Lions, group of players that aren't used to playing to each other with each other. Sorry, um, they've had a you know a few weeks together now, and they've had a few games. Uh, whereas basically South Africa haven't have they? Um, they have what they have one test against Georgia, mm-hmm. and other other than that, no other rugby and. Um, Massively derailed on their training, I would imagine, with uh, with the COVID outbreak, isn't it? So, um, so you'd expect the Lions to win, I think, but um, you never know. No, you don't, mate. And I'll be <laughs> be fair. I think you know. Obviously, I don't think Vermeulen's going to be available for the test, at least not the starting ones, if at all. So, uh, oh, the Leicester guy, Jasper Vice, has really got an opportunity to kind of put a marker down and say. You know, I, I'm the guy that you want at number eight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's got a real opportunity there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and just, just on that, I think I think Vermeulen, it's really interesting. I don't know if you ever... Have you ever watched Squidge Rugby? Guy that does YouTube um, videos and analysis of, um, you know, breaks down the game and, and, and the kind of tactics that people use? No, I haven't, mate. 
mate honestly check him out and watch watch him review um it's called squidge rugby it's on youtube watch him review the south africa game because you, you he goes into detail about why van mullen is such an influential player for them and actually if you get to if you got to Vermeulen, you get to South Africa because he's marshalling. He's like a second second cap, like second coach's eyes on the field. Really interesting stuff. And you kind of, unless you kind of really go in depth on the analysis, you don't necessarily see what he does in the game. Um, but yeah, really, really worth watching and 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 seeing his kind of analysis of of South Africa and where potentially the Lions are going to break them down and obviously take the victory and take the test series. <laughs> um okay so should we should we just leave the lines there and go on to the internationals because there was quite a lot of internationals that went on over the weekend everybody was okay. kind of pretty much involved yep i want to start with new zealand fiji yeah new, fiji dominated although the scoreline doesn't necessarily dictate that that's the case Fiji dominated the breakdowns. They were in New Zealand's faces. They kind of did a little bit to New Zealand what England did to them in the World Cup. Um, but in the last sort of 10, 15 minutes, New Zealand ran away and, and kind of took the victory 54, no, 57-23. Um, but Fiji really were, I think, every every kind of review. that I only saw the first half, but certainly Fiji dominated the breakdown. Um, and it was a really, really interesting game to watch. Um so yeah, fair play to Fiji, but the might of the New Zealand machine rides again. Yeah, I um, I didn't I didn't get to watch this one, mate. And I've only uh, I've I've sort of heard and read a couple of reviews, but basically saying exactly what you just said, mate. But um, and I've seen a couple of um, clips with a few of the tries and stuff. But but yeah, just phys physicality. Wow, they were smashing. Smashing the shit out of the New Zealands, weren't they? But, um, yeah, absolutely. And I, um, I do wonder. Obviously, Ran Randra's off at the for the G seven at the Olympics. Yeah. What kind of influence or impact he would have made, and would it have been a different story? Yeah, well, there's, I think there's there's a two or three of their what you would say big names. Like him, obviously, being the, the main one. But I think uh, uh, what's the ex Toulon winger? Two two is over. Yeah, he, he wasn't there, was he? No. Nope. Um, I think there's one or two others as well, but. Um, they're the main guys out in the backs, I think. But um, yeah, uh, you know, add add that into uh, them playing with that sort of physicality, then uh, yeah, could 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 have been even closer still. But uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the second test go because uh, New Zealand will know what's coming next time, won't they? Well, yeah, because they they do play again. They play Fiji again on next Saturday. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really, really looking forward to trying to catch some of that game as well. Wales played Argentina, ended in a 20-all draw. Obviously, the week before, Argentina narrowly beat uh, Romania. Obviously, Wales put the uh, Canadians to the sword. Yep. I didn't actually get to see this game. Um, but I think there was a couple of incidents that potentially could have been red cards for Wales but weren't given. Um, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, what's it, what's it say? what they say? Honours split or... What's, I don't know. Forget that. Well, as in some went either way. You mean decisions gone either way? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think there were a couple of potential red card decisions um, in tackles from Wales against Argentina. So it could have been a a different story come the end. Um, Scotland, Romania, it was cancelled. Cancelled, yeah. Uh, Ireland, I did get to see Ireland against the United States. I'm not sure what happened to the United States, but they just imploded. Uh, Ireland putting 71 points against them. Um, 
obviously Ireland was again Ireland had quite a few first team kind of players um I really like the uh there's a winger for Ireland uh Balakoon he scored a fantastic individual try just um carved his way through um the American team really good try but you know again Doris was playing uh Ryan was playing Carberry was playing Conway McCluskey still quite a few of the the main Irish boys or yeah close to the squad boys but yeah, I, I've got to be honest, I didn't think Ireland were going to kind of win by such a margin as they did. It must have been England knocking the steam out of them last week, mate. Well, that's the, absolutely. And I guess <laughs> I guess that's that's all you can really say because, yeah. Um, and then getting on to the England game, Canada started well for the first 10 minutes. Got a nice, a nice op- opening try. Did they, they did score first, I think. And they didn't. England scored first, mate, but they... Uh, they they equalised. That was it. Yeah, sorry. Quickly, wasn't it? Um, what can you? I mean, again, it's a little bit like New Zealand Tonga. What do you benefit from this? Okay, we benefited from seeing that um, Cock and the Singer can run over people. Adam Radwan's fast as fuck. He, <laughs> he, he's definitely got to stay in the team. Genji was just ridiculous. Some storming runs. Some really good scrummaging. Ludlow's yeah. a bit dirty at times. Don Brandt, yeah, I... Don Brandt put in a fantastic pass to, for someone to score a try. I can't remember who it was. Um... Nice, nice second game for uh, the Newcastle hooker as well. Blamir, is it? Blamir, yeah, he got a hat trick. Um, yeah. Radwan got a hat trick. Your first two games, not bad, is it? No, exactly. Um, but I, th- I just, I think Genji for me, and again, I know he's a Leicester player, and I'm not, I'm not being Leicester biased, as you're probably thinking. Um, he was just fantastic, you know, some absolute storming runs, you know, strong in scrum. He's got to be first choice loose head for England now, I would imagine. Um, I thought Harry Randall had another good game. Smith obviously had a good game. It was just a general kind of ass kicking for Canada. I just felt, felt really bad from company. I actually turned off, if I'm honest. It got about to 70 minutes. And I just thought, there's not much point in watching anymore, is there? <laughs> It's a bit no, a... but it was, I, I, I get what you mean. There's, there's probably not, not hugely anything sort of new learnt from uh, England perspective, is it? But um, it, it's it's almost, you know, USA and Canada, I think with the squad that's been picked, it's a good way to um, to blood some some new guys and some youngsters and stuff, isn't it? So uh, um, rather than throwing straight in the deep end against a, a New Zealand or a South Africa or an Australia or whatever, isn't it? But Yeah. So um, it's worked out well that way, I think, just to get uh, get some guys, some caps, and and a bit of experience, international experience, isn't it? It's going to benefit long term, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'd agree. I do, I, but I have to say, I think Radwan, you know, he he was superb, and I and I do wonder if we're now going to see the departure of some of the older, yeah, more established England players like your George Ford, like your Johnny May, like your Joe Marler. Well, he's probably already gone, bless him, but. Did you see him on comms for the England game? No, I didn't actually. No, I very he was doing it, but yeah, very funny. Must have been entertaining. Yeah, he was very funny. He was. Very I, funny. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, to be honest, next uh, the next Six Nations squad announcement will be the the interesting one, isn't it? As to who Eddie Jones is going to uh, keep from this this summer squad and and exclude from uh, the. The old boys, basically. Who, who, who would you keep then? Who do you think was the sort of standout players from the two games? From 
the new batch. Yes. Um, well, the halfbacks. Yeah. Definite. Uh, Randall and Smith. Um, to be honest, Blamir um, has definitely put his his hand up. But you know, it's the same thing, isn't it? You have got Jamie George, Cowan Dickey, so um, he's gonna he's gonna be pushed to knock either of those uh, out, isn't he? But um, you know, is he now putting his hand up for for number three spot? Yeah. Just you know, he must be he must be putting his hand up. I would have thought after those two performances, but um. Who else is there? Um, yeah, I would agree. Radwam. Um, you know, you might see possibly the likes of Johnny May now not featuring. Um, Freddie Stewart. Yes, I. Yeah. Nothing, nothing stand out from the guy, but he just looked very. Uh, He's just solid, assured. isn't he? Yeah. Sorry. Solid and assured. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he just looked. He looked like a. You, you can tell some guys that they just sort of naturally slot into international rugby, doesn't he? He's. Uh, yeah, Don Brandt. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see enough of him just in this one game, but um, yeah, I, I, I would, I would include him just, you know, from his uh, his Premiership form. But uh, uh, and you know, question marks over Billy going forward as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so there's Sam Simmons, yeah, spot there, isn't it? Yeah, Sam Simmons and Don Brantley, are they your two number eights now? Um, I think they probably yeah, should uh, be because they'd offer such contrast in abilities, wouldn't they? You know, one week you might start Don Brandt and then Simmons comes on and is all explosive or, you know, you go for that explosive start with Simmons and then Don Brandt comes on and shores things up and, you know, brings his cutting lines in the second half and stuff like that. So, it's, I mean, it's a really interesting... I think you're probably right. I think I'm, maybe it was a bit negative to begin with and you've, you've turned my thought process around to thinking, you know, it was worthwhile, although obviously not for the teams that we pummeled, it does give us an insight into whether, you know, with a bit more kind of training leading up and experience leading up to the Six Nations, that these new guys could come in and actually do a do a proper job. Um, I, I definitely think Ben Young's days are numbered. I don't think he's going to feature. I think it needs to be Harry Randall and um, Dan Robson. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, definitely. Yeah, that I'd say that that first Six Nations squad will be the teller, won't it, as to what what Eddie's thinking on it all. But uh... but who knows what Eddie thinks, mate? <laughs> exactly. Did, mate. Didn't play Sam Simmons, so. Well, and uh, the other the other thing is, what, you know, what's he going to do? Probably more importantly, because that's going to have a bearing on who he selects as well. But you know, what what style of rugby are they going to? Yeah. Produce. Are they going to go for? Because um, you know, if they play the sort of rugby that they they have been playing, then. Um, there isn't really a place for your Marcus Smiths and your Harry Randalls. No, exactly. It'd be wasted. Yeah. yeah. It'll just be, you know, Henry Slade struggled with that, hasn't he? Because he, he's, uh, he plays some fantastic stuff for extra Chiefs, but he doesn't get the same uh, freedom uh, with England. Um, and does just doesn't always let the same player, does he? Because he's not, not permitted to and not allowed to sort of thing. But no, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you wouldn't want to see that happened to someone like Marcus Smith um, no better off just doing what he's doing for Quinn doesn't it yeah no I'd agree I'd agree okay mate so let's just wrap things up let's just look ahead because obviously Saturday there are a few internationals New Zealand Fiji oh it'd be nice to see uh, that even closer um, but a New Zealand Wick victory a New Zealand victory either way I would say yeah personally yeah. okay Australia France oh yeah well are the, are the um the sort of final round top 14 guys joining or are they not? 
I don't think they are, mate. I don't think they are right. because they would have to quarantine. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's the same sort of French team that was out there for this week. Uh, could could go either way. I think, yeah, I, I'd like to see France win just because I'm, you know. Yeah, same. So we'll go with France. Wales, Argentina. Well, they got two fixtures, haven't they, as well? Tuesday and Saturday, isn't it? Oh, oh, have they? Yeah, I think so, mate. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right, mate. I didn't realise. There's a France, yeah, France, Australia tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to say France take the series 2-1. There we go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for that as well. It'd be nice to see that. Yeah, good. good. Uh, Argentina-Wales? Uh, 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 I'm going to go back Wales. Yeah, I, I would probably say Wales as well. I think Wayne Pivak was a bit frustrated with the result from what I've kind of read. So I think the Welsh team will turn that one around. And then Storms-Lions, I guess... It's whatever's left after this, <laughs> the A game, as to who they field. And because I think Stormers are one of the better teams, aren't they, in South Africa? Yeah. And that, that's the last game before, before the, the test, test, isn't it? Ooh. Ooh, yeah, it is as well. So, um, yeah, a lot, lot of big, definitely backing the Lions there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, be interesting. Just get. Started to build the excitement for the first test now. That's the big one. Absolutely, mate. It's all going on on whether you win the test series, isn't it, really? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's important to get that first W, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'd agree. That actually makes this South Africa A game even more important with the, mm. with the team they selected, doesn't it? It, get does. That, uh, it certainly does. Get cannot, that sort of mental edge, yeah. Cannot wait. Literally can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. All right, mate. Well, listen, we'll wrap things up there um, and we'll get together again next week. Cool, mate. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. No worries. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, buddy. Speak to you next week. Bye, mate. Bye. Cheers, bye. That brings week two of our Lions special podcast to a conclusion. Thank you, as ever, for taking time to download, to listen, and to follow our little podcast. We are obviously, as ever, available on all major platforms, ranging from Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast and YouTube. So go over there. You can check us out on those formats. We are obviously on Twitter and Instagram. I think Ollie is smashing me at the moment on gathering followers on Insta. I think we're up to about 76. Uh, so fair play to him. He's obviously doing well with that. We will be back next week where we will be reviewing the latest games from the Lions tour. I think it's going to be uh, South Africa A on Wednesday night. And on Saturday, it will be, uh, I can't remember, the Stormers. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and obviously bringing you any up-to-date news from in and around the game. So yeah, go over to Twitter, go over to Instagram, give us a follow, give us a like, all those kind of things, point uh, points make prizes. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Thank you very much once again for listening and see you soon.